When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Buff Nation! Let's go! Yo! Let's go. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. And we're back with our buddy, Matt McChesney. Buddies, I like this. <laughs> we're all buddies and friends up, buddy? and pals. Hey, friend. Hey, pal. Hey, How my guy. How you doing? How you doing over there, bud? Good to see you. <laughs> You're great. <laughs> Feeling good, looking good, smelling good, kind of. You. I, I had another shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had some chicken fingers. <laughs> and then I dropped some honey mustard off the chicken finger on my shirt. And it was my skinny shirt, dog. I've lost like 40 pounds. And Damn, I was like, I'm going to walk in looking all good in my skinny shirt. Immediately drops honey mustard on his chest. So fat, dude. <laughs> P-H-A-T, though. It's okay. <laughs> You kind of went viral after the game on Saturday talking about CU's offensive line and their protection issues. Yeah. What are your overall takeaways after that game? Okay, look. Uh, well, why don't you start? Let's not bury the lead here. You did go viral for it. Yes. And uh, a very specific certain someone saw that. They, they sure did. Quick, too. Yes. They saw it real quick. And I look, I'm not trying to hide it. I know he follows me. We talk DM all the time. That certain someone You is, can say who okay. It's Coach Prime. I mean, I showed you guys the DM. Am I lying? No. No, we're not it, gonna put the DM up. It's for none of your business, but my my homeboys here, my buddy and my pal. Well, the only reason I brought it up is because <laughs> you also brought it up on your show that oh, I was yeah. on earlier this morning. Oh yeah, and I can't wait for that. That'll air after we get off here on the Believe Network, uh, zero to sixty, which is a kick ass name. It I is. did not come up with it, but it does kick ass. Uh, the Zero Sixty podcast, we do it twice a day, and I'm pretty excited about it. Bree Macis is my host in the morning, and then the afternoon show is a is an interview show. So he, Ryan was on today. I'll get Jake on next week. I got Atwater on next week. Brendan Schaub. Let's go. Uh, Vickers will be on next week. Chris Harris is coming on. I was on his show today. Nice. Uh, on Believe Talking Shop. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm super excited about that. We're kind of blowing up there, and. We're on YouTube, so make sure you go just like you're pounding the like button here. Go pound the like button there after we get off this show. Go check out what Ryan had to say on my show later. We're just cross-pollinating big time here. <laughs> so, okay, back to the question. Um, I'm not trying to hide what I said, but I did write on the post. I really hope I don't get blackballed because I was hypercritical. But I'm a coach, man, and I can't help it. I live in a meeting room. All I do is develop offensive linemen. I work with Savion. I don't want to see them struggle. And to watch them struggle with something that I think is elementary that we can fix quickly, it really, 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 really bothered me. And I, I tried to let it simmer. But then, at look, 
when you go in at halftime and you don't make adjustments to a radar front, and I'm going to go football talk here, so everybody just hold on to your ass. <laughs> a radar front is NASCAR package. When I say NASCAR, I'm looking at multiple stand-up linebacker, <laughs> defensive end, athletes, maybe one or two big guys. I was a big guy pass rusher. I was a 300-pound three technique. I had nine sacks as a senior. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. You had nine sacks. Nine sacks as a senior inside. Damn, and bro. yeah, it was it was fun. Good year. Um, but look, it, you might have one of those guys on the field. The Broncos just struggled with this immensely against Kansas City with Chris Jones lining up inside and a linebacker over a guard. We can't pass off a game. Same thing happened Saturday night. They're lining up, they're standing everybody, and they're putting a nose tackle on Wells. That's really easy. You walk up and you go, easy. 5-0. That means everybody in front of you, the man over you is over you. Yep. You got him. You're locked. It's called a rock call. We go rock one-on-one. -on -one. Rock, rock, rock. After that, you have to know they're going to move. A 250-pound linebacker that pass rushes is not going to bull rush a guard. That Please bull rush me so I can <laughs> right. throw you on the ground and jump on you. The, the problem is movement. And when you're a born offensive lineman or you've never played defense, I had the, the ability and the blessing to play both ways and learn offensive line playing in the NFL. I didn't start playing offense until I got to the league. Mm -hmm. So I was taught how to do this at a high level immediately. I didn't have like a high school system to like, oh, you can fall back on that. I had Bill Callahan, the best developer of offensive line talent in the history of the National Football League, in my opinion, even though he's an ex-Nebraska coach. And I got some funny stories about that. Yeah. But like he was the guy that taught me all of this. So when they walk up in NASCAR and we can't stop a six-man pressure and we're, we're like leaking in the A-gaps, and the problem is either the play call or the execution. So two parts. The play call. We open the third quarter. You complete balls down the field. You get inside the red zone. You cannot run the football. You know you can't run the football, yet you line up and run play action out of the shotgun, which slows down the process. I was complaining Which, about that on and Saturday. Then, and then, but the offensive line, the more I thought about it, the offensive line is reaching out and like trying to reach block right to insinuate that we're run blocking. But there's no gang call concept. And when you say gang, everybody's got to cover the other gap. They hear 5-0 and get stuck on a man. I hear 5-0 and teach them, look, there's five fingers. I go out and like, like this on the football field yeah. and start hitting people, and I'm going to break all my fingers. But if I do this, that is a mallet. And we can fucking hurt people with this if we're all together. So if yeah, we all move so together huge. correctly, <laughs> if we have yeah, this, and uh, it's done some damage. See the, this knuckle right <laughs> here? You see, weapon, the, you see that knuckle right there? Yeah, that's, yep. that's, the, that's the one right there. That's, you got to turn and torque off your left foot through the right hand. But look, yeah, you're right. They are. My hands are fucking weapons. And that's what I teach every offensive and defensive lineman. These are weapons. They're not dick beaters, homie. They are weapons. So... When we're moving right together and it's a gang call and we're trying to show pat or show run to throw the ball, first of all, you have to be able to run the ball to do that. So why are we doing it in the first place? The key to this is at halftime, you got to walk in and say, we can't run the football, stop running play action altogether. Yep. Just go five wide and make sure they can't do this. If you go five wide and you put Shador in empty, they have to go four or five on five. Yeah. Because they have to walk somebody outside the box. When you keep a tight end and a back end, they can stack the box. It confuses the offensive line when you say 5-0 because there's two dual read players at the back and the tight end have to decipher who's who. They both, they both leave, 
and the guards reach block, but they're trying to reach block linebackers that they're not athletic enough to go get. Yeah. And the linebackers know we can't rush the ball, so all they're being told is just to sprint up the field. Yeah. And then they start moving. So at halftime, when they don't adjust to this, and we're not talking about short setting and shelving, and this is one of your outside hand, your bait hand, your inside hand, your torque hand. If he's a three technique on your shoulder in the B gap, and he, I don't care if he's a linebacker or not, that's, the, that's where he's at. He's already half a man. You've got to know that his aiming point is either the cross your face, ear hole of the center and the hip or, or outside of you, which is called a read game. Like, you know, how Kansas City got the sack with the linebacker. Yeah. Same thing. That's a read game. That's what UCLA killed us with this, where they attack the shoulder of the tackle. When he flashes to the tackle, the guard has to set and annihilate the shoulder of this dude, mm -hmm. not settle or attack or like re run block him. I mean, set and see a target, hit a fucking target. Yep. And when you hit somebody like that as a 320-pound guard with some fucking force behind your mitts, he's moving. And then all of a sudden, he's shelved or he runs into the other guy, and you've destroyed the game. So I, I personally think, look, it's not easy, but if you're a football guy and a football coach and an offensive line guy, it would be all I drill all the time. It's the hardest thing to pick up. And when it hits you, you get absolutely eviscerated like we saw Shador do. And I, I felt I, at this point, look, if they can't fix this, Oregon State is better than UCLA up front. Mm, I'll challenge that. They, well, Oregon State whipped UCLA's ass in Corvallis. So I'm going to go, they're better. I think Oregon State is better than UCLA up front. They're bigger, they're stronger, they're meaner. UCLA is more athletic. I'll give you that. But Oregon State's... They got too, like... NFL high draft pick locks on UCLA. That's true. And they got four NFL yeah. defensive linemen on Oregon State. Well, look, Oregon both State's of us defense. are right. We're yeah, both yeah, right. Yeah, We're both, they're it's... both good. What I'm saying is I, I like Oregon State's personnel. I like the way they play. Yep. They're really tough. They are really good. Regardless. Really tough. And they are really good in the trench on both sides of the ball. I Look, they, they do it right. So if we can't fix this problem, I need, like, at some point, there's going to be a business decision made. And that sucks. Because I'm not sacrificing two because we can't block anyone. Yeah. And I'm worried about this at this point. This isn't, like, some funny shit. Like, if I'm the offensive line coach up there, and Bill O'Boyle is a great coach. I love him. He's a great man and a great coach. I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say this. But if we can't find five guys that can work together as a unit and we can't figure this out, then I don't know what we're gonna do. Like I can't sacrifice two. Like does the backup have to play so we don't so Shador doesn't get murked? After the UCLA game, dude, he was a pile of goo, dog. He got beat up. Well, and they tried putting different guys in the offensive line in the first half last week, and it just it didn't work. It's scheme. It's what it's how they're running. If you are running play action but you can't run the ball. It's like taking away from the footwork and the execution of the quarterback in the pocket that he could be. He could be using that second yep. to evaluate the defense or not do the fake. The fake is it only and we're, we're faking out of shotgun, too. It's just look, man, Coach Lewis is the next head coach. He knows more about offense than I do. Coach O'Boyle is an offensive line coach for 30 years. He's a great coach. He knows way more about this than I do. But damn it, if we're not going to put a professional quarterback in the in a professional system and let him operate professionally, this is going to continue to happen. There is a way to counter this. I'm driving back from my son's championship game in the snow. 
and I had to listen to the first half on the radio, and I'm listening to Coach Barnett on the broadcast say openly five or six times to Mark John- Johnson, man, all they're doing is running radar. I don't understand how they can't stop this. Even my kids in the car like, isn't radar just like five guys, five zero? Oh? And I'm like, yeah, eighth grader, that's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, and I heard uh, we had Lane Johnson on the uh, All NFL Show yesterday. We just yep. launched our national NFL nice. show. Uh, like Lane Johnson, first ballot Hall of Fame tackle, Lane Johnson. Yes, that's a bad so got, motherfucker. So right you've got there. Lane Johnson talking to Brian Baldinger. Uh, wow, and Anthony Gargano. I mean, this was high wow. level. Baldinger's awesome. His yes. breakdowns kick ass. Yeah. So we have him on a podcast now. Yeah, I love it uh, daily. And <laughs> yeah, that's they're tick tick tick. They're talking about um, you know defend or uh, uh, protecting against games. And one of the things he talked about was how their offensive line coach, I believe his name's Stout, in in uh, Philadelphia, Philly. and his biggest thing is your um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Your separation between you. Um, why can't the I think space of that word? Between, so it's called the war triangle. Yeah. So he's basically saying, like, the whole point of running those games is the same thing as running the football, right? You're trying to open up a gap and then run through it. So the way that they they protect against that is to not separate. You can't get too far away from the guy next to you because as soon as you do that, you've opened up a gap for them to get through. And and I think that's along the same lines of what you're talking about. Absolutely it is. You're 5-0, but it's not necessarily... You don't necessarily have to worry as much about the man in front of you as the space in front of you. Exactly. And look, it's the wider the player is, the more he's going to attack vertically to get you to over-pursue to open up the inside move. The inside move is every pass rusher's dream, bro. It's like the fourth floor Tootsies when the Barcos went down there and got 70 points put on them. They were all on the fourth floor, guaranteed. (laughs) So that's where everybody's trying to get, the inside move. So... When you line up people on shoulders that are better athletes than you, if you've done it correctly with your with the guy next to you, and that's the other problem here is with no consistency up front, your guards are pivot players in, in every offense. They're either four-man sliding, three-man sliding, or 5 owing. Those are pretty much the only looks you get. If you're in an even front, the center is your pivot player. The uncovered offensive lineman is always responsible for the point. Let me ask this question because I'm interested to hear. What does Mike mean? Middle linebacker? <coughs> or the no, most of- dangerous. Mo- yes, there he is! I, love, I knew you'd get it right. <laughs> so it's the most dangerous second-level defender. It is not the middle. How do you get the middle of 11 dudes? Ooh, a brain buster. Five on one side, five on the other. No, I was going to say. That's going to be tough. <laughs> so look, it's going to be tough. So unless we're splitting old boy in half, it's going to be hard to find the middle of 11. We need to find numbers. So if you can identify where numbers are, you know where they're blitzing from. You know how they're going to attack you. And then it's process of elimination. Have you seen the new Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football uh, Prime Vision? I have not. This is crazy. Uh, And it shows you that if a computer model can do this, the players should be able to do this. I agree. They have... uh, So on Prime, you can watch the regular broadcast, you can watch Prime Vision. You, if you have this, should absolutely watch Prime Vision because it's made for football heads. They now have an ability to highlight the most likely blitzers before the play using computers. And, and it's all what you're about to talk about yeah. in terms of numbers. You just have to look at the numbers and say, okay, well, if there's a safety over the top there, that means that that nickel might be coming in. He's yep. stacked. And it's so cool to watch on Amazon because literally right before the snap, you see these guys And then everybody moves together. Like, look, Don Capers, the great Don Capers, invented zone blitzing in the National Football League. 
and it's called the Don Capers Pirate. So whenever you see like an underfront, which is what the Broncos run right now with Allen or the Chiefs run with Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, when you have a Fletcher Cox, guys like that, when you're an underfront defense and they're to the field and it's five technique, three technique, two I five, uh, a safety stack in a defensive end with a with a safety over the top, and then there's three receivers with four defenders. Well, damn it, the safety stack and the nickel, the nickel's coming, he's the mic. They're going to pinch the end, pinch the three, roll the two, drop the backside because the hot route is usually away, and then that's that's left side pressure, and most quarterbacks are right-handed, so the, it's it's in his back, and then they're dropping guys off the front side, and you've got to understand as an offensive lineman, the same way they're all moving together is the same way we move, need to move together. Yeah. It's if you if you know the pendulum balls where you drop the the fifth ball over here and the and the yep. fifth ball yeah. over there pops off. That's all offensive line play is. The uncovered ball, you're the move guy. You're responsible for the point. If I'm the right guard and the point is the is the nickel on the left side, I need to walk up and go, hey. 25's the mic, Louie, rock, rock, that's the squeeze gap. And then the back has the other two guys dual read. If they come, they're called green dogs, all right? Yeah. And then you throw off the green dog. If we, if we game plan it where the green dog butcher come and the back releases, well, damn it, if they don't pitch peel the defensive end off of that, we dump the ball of the fucking running back and he takes off because the backer just came. So if, if he wants to come on that blitz and we push it left all the way, we should be able to pick it up and eat them alive. Blitz us, please. I can't please blitz us so we can pick you apart. I can't wait for all of our listeners to be watching the game with their friends this weekend and just be like, I don't know why they can't pick this up. It's a simple radio. <laughs> yeah. They should just go 5-0. Just watch out for the green dog to rock it to the right. I, look, I, I literally teach this to children every day. Oh, yeah. This is no joke. At five, Everybody sees it. I post fucking everything. So at 5 a.m. yesterday morning, the Windsor guys are down there. Playing, they're playing Centaurus this weekend. Centaurus moves all over the place. What do you think I taught them? Radar, Terry, tallies, insert the back at the end. Oh, it makes sense, coach. Yeah, no shit. Have fun. Go to school. Next group. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you want to know how I knew the answer to what does Mike mean? I can only guess. Because when I was 23 years old, I was sitting in your <laughs> meetings just learning football, yeah. you know, with your that guys. That baby. Yeah, 6-0 uh, is that shit. 6-0academy.com. It's honestly, <laughs> it's I had a enough. bunch of fun. I should honestly come back for a couple sessions just back. to watch. It's great. Uh, Jake, we should go. We'll create content around it. Absolutely. Just all I'm you got to do is say, I'm coming, and I'll be like, I'm there. All right. Yep. We'll get a workout in. Let's do it. I love your point about the counting, though, because honestly, when you boil football down, if you can count and figure out exactly what side is overloaded and what side isn't, you can figure Every out a lot. time. Yeah. And look, everything's on film. We knew that UCLA was going to stand up and move and be all over the place athletically. We talked about it last week. Yeah. And then they did it, and everyone was like, oh, my God, what are we doing? And I was like, what? That's exactly what I'm saying. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> and look, I, I'm openly talking about this without any hesitancy because I, I truly believe in that building that they respect honesty from people that know what the fuck they're talking about and they deflect bullshit from people that don't. So well, if you see Dion, if you see Coach Prime blocking Jason Whitlock, it's because Jason Whitlock is a chump, well, and he's just talking shit. Fact. We already yeah, know, we know that. that. Yeah. But like, like it, I wrote on the post, I hope I don't get blackballed, because it's, you know, people watch. It's 400,000 views on Twitter already, and, like, it blew up. I'm not trying to attack. I'm trying to help, bro. Like, but, I, I want Shador healthy. He's the best <clears> player in the country. And just to tie a bow on how we led into this, you don't have to get into the details of, of what coach said to you, but it was a, uh, a showing of respect. 
Absolutely. Well, look, it happened, I would imagine, on the bus right afterwards. He follows me. We talk to each other constantly, so it's not, this isn't like, I wasn't trying to hide it from anyone, obviously. Yeah. I tagged CU football. Um, and he pretty much just, you know, in no uncertain terms said, thank you for your honesty. That's exactly what he said, actually. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're going to get the fi this fixed. I don't like it. Really appreciate you. And yeah. that is some real shit. Yeah. That is some primetime shit. Like, that makes me respect him even more and want to help him even more. So, and when I say help him, it's perfect transition into Jordan Seaton coming in this week and the fact that Brett Cool J, a kid I work with, plays right next to him in IMG. That's what we're talking about with help. All right, let's get to it then. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at Olipop, uh, the new soda. Tons of different flavors. It's delicious. Have you guys tried Olipop yet? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's great. Marissa did the nicest thing she's ever done for me. She brought me a cream soda from across the street. Oh, I want new one. New favorite, Olipop. That's what uh, Alyssa was saying is the best one. Yep. Cream soda is my favorite on earth. Well, get some Olipop, man. Okay, get on it. I'm, I'm on and it. it's probiotic, so it's good for Prebiotics. Hey. What? What's the what? Prebiotics. What's the, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. I was just just doing what I was told here, man. <laughs> um, Why is he so angry about that? <laughs> <laughs> Am I canceled? So mad. No. <laughs> it's prebiotics, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Jake. I'm just trying to do my job. They got vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, classic grape, all kinds of flavors. Use the code DMVR20. You'll get 20% off your next Olipop order on drinkolipop.com. Olipop can be found, also be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including King Supers, Safeway, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. And then also shout out to our friends over at MSU Denver. Hey. Turn your goals into greatness at MSU Denver. Uh, DMVR has quite a few people that have gone to MSU Denver and gotten their degree. They've got 90-plus majors. You can even create your own. 10 graduate programs. Courses are available online, in person, or both. Applications for the spring 2024 semester are open. Learn more at msudenver.edu. All right, you started talking about it, but Jordan Seaton's coming to town. It's a big recruiting weekend, lots of prospects, but mm -hmm. he's the number one. He's the guy that all the focus is on. There's the Save Us Jordan Seaton hashtag going yep. around Twitter right now for Buffs Twitter. <clears throat> I mean, how it's... Obviously, extremely important to land him. But uh, you said they're kind of pulling out all the stops this weekend. They're doing things a little bit differently. So, you know, usually you can get guys on the list if they can play. They're going to eval them, obviously. But this week, it's very focused on big timers. Yeah. They're not inviting just anybody up this week to come see a game. Because it's not, let's just be real, it's not that hard to, as a prospect to get tickets to a game if you want to like yeah. information age ignorance is a choice so i really respect the fact that they say no because they never have i love it like i when they're like yeah we're not going to recruit this kid i'm like yes like because that's that's what elite programs do like when i send people to brett cool J, the kid who plays next to seaton is going to alabama this weekend and i would not be shocked at all if he walks out of there with an offer but that's like the that's the kind of that's what we do at six zero. Like we're I'm not trying to get a banker offered. You can't walk in there and not be able to play and get opportunity. Yeah. It's if you can't play, they're gonna find out quick and then it makes me look bad. So I respect when big programs say, This guy's not for us. That means they're not selling used cars. <clears throat> so that's what they're doing in Boulder. They're not selling used cars. And Seton is look, if if he stays healthy and develops the way he should 
and I don't know why he wouldn't because he's an absolute animal who really loves this shit. He's maybe the first pick in the draft. He reminds me so much of Orlando Pace. It's like it's it's shocking. And I've watched all of his film because Breck plays next to him. Yeah. So Jeez. Breck sends me everything, and I just watch these two just kill people. Yeah. And he is special. And going to IMG, that's a football factory. It's yep. all mm-hmm. about football. And then they go to like if when I say school first, football second, okay. That is really flipped at IMG. It is football first, school second. We're going to the fucking league, and I respect that shit because I, I want real football. Well, and that's what it's going to be like when you get to college. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think Seton should be the number one priority, and they all the stops need to be pulled out. And if that means that we have to get billionaires involved <laughs> and pay this man, then that damn it, that's what has to happen. I don't care if you're endorsing the the insoles of his shoes. Whatever you have to do to LLC it and pay this man, get it done. He early enrolls in January. That's his red shirt. Get him acclimated. Get him get him on the weight program. Start him at left tackle, and it's solved. And then find four guys that can play the other positions. Or even three, or, you know. Oh, look, Wells, yep. I'm not going to sit here and act like everybody doesn't need to be replaced when we're this bad. So he can be he can have as much potential as he wants. He's a great player. At an individual standpoint, the center better start figuring this out and getting his guys right and pointing where they're going, not telling them where they're going. Yep. Like he, I need him to go Andre Gerard this shit. I don't need him to go just play center at CU. Yeah, and, and you know, my defense of him would be look at Lloyd Cushenberry this year. So good. Now bro. that Ben oh. Powers is next to him. Yeah. Um, sometimes ben Powers you know, sucks. <laughs> he's better than what they had last year. Oh! Oh my God, he's so much. He's so okay. Not but what we're talking about. Wrong what show. I was gonna say. My point is, I I believe he's an upgrade from what they had last year, and because of that, it's helping everyone. It's helping Lloyd, and Lloyd is helping everyone. I think Lloyd's playing really good. I think the other four, poo poo. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I'll I'll defer to you. Um, Nineteen throws and six sacks and ten hits. That's half the time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it's more than half. It's we can't get into the yet. Broncos. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Daddy. Keep going. Anyways. I'll shut the fuck up. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> there's no point in continuing on, along those lines. Um, look, Jordan Seaton is the number one priority. Yes. What, so what, what stops need to be pulled? All of them. Yeah, every, all the stops need to be pulled out. Who, who's the billionaire guy? Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Robert, <laughs> let me talk to you, dog. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> Robert Smith. Billionaire Robert Smith, who loves Dion, and he loves you. Coach Prime loves you. <laughs> we'll name the fucking stadium after you if you would get Seton. We will call it Robert Smith Field at Folsom Field. Robert Smith Stadium <laughs> at Folsom Field. Sure. You help us get Jordan Seton to come to Boulder. So That's if, if pulling we, out all the stuff. Yeah, right fucking there. A, bro. Absolutely. Like, look, Mr. Smith, um, <clears throat> what you need? You tell me what you need. <laughs> you're, you're, I know you got cake, but even, even billionaires need stuff. So you tell us what you need, <laughs> and then we'll tell you what we need. And we need George Seaton playing left tackle in Boulder for three years and then going number one. That's what we need, right? Yes. That's what we, is that what you need? Yes. That's what <clears throat> I know all you need that shit. So let's go, dog. Help <laughs> us go. out. What's up? Let's go. I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys know the place. 5430. That's exactly. What, that's, that's what we can do. Uh, and we just, already know the coaching staff is pulling out all the stops. We yeah. got to pull Hell out all the yes. stops. <clears throat> and, uh, and so there you go. Like, it's 
it's the priority number one. There are very few high school players that this staff feels that serious about. Actually, there are none. And I, and I know that because Nick Williams told me it on Wednesday. We're not recruiting any more high school guys. I need men. And I'm like, yep, I, uh, I'll, I'm, a, I'm on it. I'm on the transfer portal. Dog. <laughs> yeah, no, so that's what I mean is like a lot of, a lot of the gaps are going to be filled with transfers. Um, but there are some high school kids yep. out there that they really want. Jordan and Seaton is number one. number one. And, and look, I'm going to say this, and I bet you agree with me. My, my dream in life is to be so financially stable that I can afford to donate oh, yeah. $500,000 or a million dollars to my alma mater. And say, I want the Champion Center to be called the RK Center. There you go. And say, here's a million bucks. <laughs> go get whoever you want to get. Like, and just name a seat after me or something. I don't care. But, <laughs> like, just that, that's my dream. And all the big timers in the league right now, Tupo and Cheeto and Witherspoon and, you know, all, all you guys that, are, that made it from there, we need you, dog. Yeah. We need your help in Boulder, man. I mean, Coach David Pro Bakhtiari. David, like yeah. the $100 million kind. Mason Crosby, everybody that's – I mean, I know he doesn't have a job right now, but he played forever, and he's a kicker. I know he kept his money well. Um, <laughs> we need you, guys. We need you. Bad. Real bad. LaVisca, yeah. we need you. Like, you throw some money at this, Jordan Seaton signs, and it's on. Yeah. Because that attracts the next guy, which attracts the next guy. Yep. And the, the, the big-time quarterback we just got attracts Seaton. Yep. Of course. So, you know, Absolutely. like, it, it I, all I hope that they start recruiting Breck Harder. I know he's only a sophomore, and that's yeah, probably why. he's a 26 why, kid. But he does have 20 offers. Yeah. Like, he's, I know he's a 26, but I did all, also talk to him on the phone this morning about – is there a way that you can just play your junior year and go straight to college? <laughs> That's gonna about to become a thing. Fucking A, oh, and it should be. Why do I need Aaron to play Butler exhibition games against Chatfield? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're that big of a deal, you know, I've been talking about it with Winston Watkins. Yep. Uh, Five-star receiver who committed to Coach Prime before anyone. Yep. Uh, for 2025. He did so, this, didn't he? Is that the kid? No, he no that's Aaron Butler. Well, Butler Aaron Butler yeah. not necessarily it. did it. He's... He played like three play. games. He's not going to continue to play. Yeah. What I'm saying is you're going to start seeing guys who are juniors, especially skill position players. It's tougher on the line just because you got to get you got to become a man. Uh, but you're not going to do it in high school. Well, it, it'll still happen, but it'll happen more with these skill position guys who are running insane routes, jumping out of the gym and, you know, mossing dudes weekly. They don't need to keep playing high school football. They can right. come and do that at the college level. Well, I agree with you on that, but I disagree with you on the big guy thing because you can't become a man blocking boys. So in high school, if you're a grown, if Gage Ginther going back to Fossil Ridge this year, all, all I gave a shit about was please stay healthy so you can get out of high school. Yeah. Like Jake Stonebreaker at Douglas County committed to Kansas State. What a name. All I care about is staying healthy and getting the hell out of high school. Like if you're a junior and you're committed, you should be able to, if, as long as you have the grades and all that other bullshit, you know, because school's really cutting into development. I'm sure parents love to hear that. But we don't go, look, you're not coming to my facility so I can send your kid to see you on a fucking history scholarship. You <laughs> came to my facility so I can send your six foot seven, 300 pound son to school on a ride so you can use the college money for Hawaii. So what's up? In the, uh, <laughs> in the prophetic words of Cardell Jones, we ain't come to play school. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Facts. My, you know what my degree has on it? Not my GPA. <laughs> <laughs> These are facts. Yep, yep. In uh, other transfer portal news, Keyshawn Blackstock, that's the Michigan State offensive tackle who entered the portal last month. 
Picked up an offer from Colorado last mm. night. I love it. I love it. This kid is 6'5", 315. He was the top offensive lineman, Juco prospects in last year's class. Played six, five, six games, something like that. Entered the and portal. If Coach Kaplovic brought him in, then he can play because Cap doesn't fuck around. That guy's a great coach. Yep. Um, and then, all, you know, like, they're the way that they've – I'm not going to say change tune because they've always been super aggressive, but the like the the tone of Coach Williams' voice when I was on the phone with him when he said, I need men, and then I was like, well, I got a kid at Notre Dame or a kid here, a kid there, blah, 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 like guys around the country that – because that's what – there's no tampering rules. So, like, it's all about who do you know here, who do you know there, and that's just yep. what it is. That's why I'm openly talking about it, like – if you if you're a college player and you don't like the situation you're in and you think you can play, it's really really important that you have a plan in the transfer portal so you can actually get in front of the correct coaches, because they use their resources and if you don't have any, I think it's really really hard just to go into the transfer portal and sit there. That's why there's seven thousand kids in it just sitting there. So you better have a plan, man. If you and you can't have an agent, so you better get a football consigliere. I watched The Godfather last night. I love that shit. <laughs> um, last thing I wanted to ask you about: they brought in the big guns this weekend for Jordan Seaton. Our guy Talon Chandler is coming back in for a That's visit. That's my guy. It's Dungeon Family right there. Um, he has done an amazing job at helping recruit and bring other guys to Colorado. I guess what is the impact of having him to try and bring Jordan Seaton? Into the fold. What make, you know him. What makes him so good at this? Yeah. He's charismatic. I mean, he's a really charismatic kid. He's very, very smart. His pops is a doctor, also extremely charismatic. Um, he's He loves ball, and he's a bad motherfucker. This kid is a pimp. I mean, he is such <laughs> a good player. He is a bad-ass player at guard. And the fact that he's only still three stars, rivals, and all you, all you star people... You're out of your minds. He's like, I think he's one of the top players of the position in the, in the country. Yeah. He's long, yet not overly like huge, which is very important for interior offensive linemen. He reminds me a ton of Drake Nugent. Mm. And Drake's going to be, I think Drake will be the first center off the board this year <clears> from <throat> Highlands Ranch High School yep. in my program. Like He'll be back here training in the offseason. Um, he reminds me a ton of Drake because Drake's only like six one and a half. But his reach is like he's a right tackle. So he can snap the ball and just reach out and grab you. And Talon's arms are so damn long, and he's got great hips, so he can sink through them. Good feet. He's the kind of, And he's early enrolling. He's the kind of guy yep. that you say, like, look, I can relate to him, too, because he's a football dude. But also, he's one of the first commits of the class. And I was the first commit of my class. And Coach Barnett looked at me and said, I need Tufts, and I need Oaks, and I need Purify, and Sorrell, and I need all these dudes, and Sam Wilder, and, like, guys. And I was like, yeah. cool, man. Point me in the right direction, and I'll go. And Talent Chandler is, like, the point of the spear for Coach Prime in yep. the recruiting world. And he's – he – that – the fact that he embraced it like this, and he's, like, that – I can't keep this kid out of the meeting room. He's always on the distance calls. Like, I can't go this weekend. I'm, I'm going to the mountains for the weekend. But, like, he was like, Coach, can I get in on Saturday morning? I was like, bro, I'm not in this week. He's like, damn it. And I'm like, just go enjoy your recruiting trip, dude. It's not all work. But that he's a fucking leader. Yep. And, I, and I, I say that, like, I don't throw that word around. That kid will be a multi-year captain 
at the University of Colorado and an NFL player. So I, I have nothing but good things to say about Chandler. That it. four star better be coming too because it's disrespectful. <clears throat> it's still it's gotta be. Yep. Shit is disrespectful. You know that all the star rankings is all bullshit, right? Of course. Like, oh, yeah. look, the five star kids are really good. No one's saying they're not. But like, there's kids that get offered by schools. And then the schools are like, hey, if I offer this kid, you got to rank him a little bit higher so I look good. Like oh, yeah. coaches that recruit like that, <clears throat> you're on the way out, man. You better be able to develop guys if you want to keep them around. I worked for Rivals for a little while. I, I saw know. how the sausage was made a little you bit. You know. Yeah. Not a great process. But it's just, it's just, for lack of a better term, political. It's yeah. not regulated. So I don't want it to be either because I love the Wild West. When you're a gunfighter, it's real easy to live. Everything in college athletics is a little sketchy. It's oh super yeah, fucking sketchy. <laughs> of course. Like it's super sketchy. If the NCAA ever came to me and they were like, "Oh, I don't like what you do," I'd be like, "Who the fuck are you again?" <laughs> yeah. Like uh, you, you, what? Talon like, actually uh, reposted a video on Twitter of uh, him talking to some recruiting analysts. That, he about, called the boy out too. Yeah, about how to get that those next <laughs> stars. He's and like, stuff. "How do you think we'll get the four star?" And he goes, "I don't know." And he goes, "Who gave you the? Th- who, who said you weren't a four star?" And the guy goes, and Talon goes, "You did." <laughs> and the guy looks at him, he's like, yeah, I guess I didn't. He's yep. like, yeah, you did. <laughs> exactly. So where's my four star? Like, the kid is, he's a fucking grown man in he's high dumb. school. That's my point is, like, you don't become a man in this game in the trench by dealing with little boys. So yep. it's the beauty of six zero two is nowhere else does Gage and Lincoln get to go against each other or, you know, Drake and Aiden Nikita Kainaina. Like, they don't get to play against each other unless they're in the gym. Because in Colorado high school football, they're few and far between. Yep. All right. Shout out to our friends at Game Time. This weekend's game is once again sold out. So head on over to Game Time if you're trying to get in the doors to watch the Buffs take on Oregon State. Uh, Not just Buffs tickets, but any tickets. Broncos, Nuggets, Avs, whatever city you're in, whatever team you want to see, check out Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use that code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S. And you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code BUFFS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Did you guys dress up for Halloween? No. No, did you? Yeah. What were you? You didn't do Halloween. Like, wasn't Halloween Monday? You guys had a Tuesday. show Monday, right? Tuesday. Tuesday. You guys had a show Tuesday, right? Yeah. yeah. You didn't dress up? I wore that helmet, yeah, that, wore that, that paper that. helmet over there. That's not dressing up. <laughs> you didn't dress up? No. <laughs> I yeah. dressed up as the dude, man. So that's what you call me. All right. The yeah, dude, like, man? Yeah, the dude, man. You don't know who the dude is? From uh, Jake, I'm going to kick Lebowski? your There we go. Jake, there we please, go. Please, God. Big good save. Good man, save. Man, if you don't save that, I have to. I can't come back <laughs> no. because then I'm just, I'm, I've aged out of this group. <laughs> um, uh, I'm already the old fuck. You should have got, you, have you done uh, Macho Man Randy Savage yet as a Halloween costume? No, no, but I could easily. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, give me a Slim Jim and I'll come out there like Macho Man or Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. That's oh, nice. Baby. I already did the work for you for next oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at Soul Savvy. Uh, it's an app that helps you keep up with all How the latest sneaker news, releases, <laughs> raffles, <laughs> and sales. That's Look at force. that. Drippy, son. Nice. Drippy. Nice. Um, you know what do me. we got? This Saturday we have a drop. Why can't I find it now? Oh, here it is. Saturday, November 4th, the Air Jordan 1's reimagined Royals drop. Damn. So make sure you get on Soul Savvy. I got to tell you a story. And get a chance. Hold on, let me finish this. Sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the link in the description below or by visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash DMVR. 
or head over to the App Store and download the Drops by Soul Savvy app. Let's hear it. I'm going to need you to send me that because uh, this morning I was uh -huh. walking out. Uh-oh. Oh, Lord. And my massive 13-year-old son walked downstairs in my 45s. Uh -oh. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. And he was like, can I wear these? And I was like, bro, why are you wearing my 45s? And he goes, well, they're all black and... I can't wear non-black shoes and my other shoes don't fit and they're broke. And I was like, why didn't you tell me this yesterday so I could take you to go buy some like bullshit black shoes? <laughs> From Payless. And he's like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, if you crease those, you die. So I'm about to go get them from school. Nicholas, if those are creased, you oh. will walk home barefoot on your hands. Uh, it is on. I like straight that. downstairs in my, in my, in my four, in my four fives. Damn. I, in the 45s. I oh, don't crease him, Nick. You. <laughs> I think he's uh He's getting big for his britches, dog. I was gonna say it. But you know what? I'm I think like you've gone a little soft on me, bro. I'm kind of scared of him. I was what? gonna like, say. Hey, look, I, I take care of myself, and he knows my weaknesses. My left shoulder's <laughs> fucked up. He can circle right the whole time. I can't see him, and he's mean and like big and like. I don't want to hurt him, and I don't think I could anymore. Like at, at one point with my father, like I knew I could kick his ass, and he knew, and he was like Matthew, and I'd be like, and he'd be like Matt, and I'd be like, ah, oh, respect. <laughs> but now it's like Nicholas, and he looks at me, and I go, Nick, we're good, we're good. Just will you please take out the trash? And I, I won't tell you to do anything. So just don't crease my J's, dog. Just, Damn. But I buy two. I buy two of everything, so I have another pair. But I wanted, like, I have I have some Ferraris that I can't wear because they're red. Mm -hmm. But I sure do like him. He's like, can I wear these? And I'm like, you touch those, you die. Yeah, you die. Yeah, like it's it's that'll be bad because then I'll die too. I uh, yeah, I I obviously don't have kids, so I, I don't understand. But I just think wearing my shoes would cost a lot. Dog, he they not only was he in my shoes, he was in my jeans, my belt, what the and hell? my shirt, and he's 13. See, now, yeah. now I get it. He's you love six, it because three he's becoming two, you. fifty five or sixty, and I'm like, I'm I look at him and I'm like, okay, fine. You're like, this is, I actually uh, love this fine, because he's yeah. turning into another but, version of me. Well, yeah, shit, he's going to be buying you shoes here. Well, in a few I, I look years. at it like this, though, <laughs> yep. on a serious note. If I would have had anybody in my life like me, and I wouldn't have been a wild fucking animal all through high school and college and like just <laughs> getting by on the fact that I could play, if I would have like locked myself in an apartment and never gone out and just worked out like Rocky, I would have gone in the first round, mm. not been undrafted. So when my son looks at me at 13 years old before this season and says, Dad, how old was Breck when he got offered? And I go, well, you work out with him every day. Have you asked him? He goes, no. And I go, well, ask him. And the next day they show up and he goes, Breck, how old were you when you got offered? He goes, right before my ninth grade year, I got offered. And he goes, wow. and then Nick looks at me in front of Breck and it gives me goosebumps talking about it and goes, Dad, can you get me offered? And I go, if you work, you can get you offered. Yep. You can get you offered here. Yep. You can do anything you want here. Yeah. So if you're going to wear that number and you're going to have that name, it, it provides extra pressure, which he's embraced. And it just, I can only imagine where it's going to take him if he can stay healthy, knock on wood. And uh, because there's zero fuck around around here. Like, there, everyone's always like, what well, do you think you're going to like Todd marijuana victim? And I'm like, well, <laughs> that it that I think it would be really hard because I feel like well look at Shador yeah if you respect your son and treat him like an equal and you just push him and help him obtain his goals that's I'm not pushing him to do something he doesn't want to do yeah he walked up to me and said can you help me do this 
If he would have walked up to me and said, can you help me be a brain surgeon? I'd be like, fuck yeah, man. That's a great idea. How do we chase that goal? Actually, you'd say, no, I can't help you no, with that I would all, say, absolutely I'll, do I'll that shit. You. But your, your sausage fingers are going to be a problem <laughs> when you try and grab the brain stem. Oh, my God. All right. Yesterday, we had the news of the Big 12 uh, opponents for the next four seasons. Yes. We'll be back. What was your immediate reaction? Who? Uh, we don't have a protected rival again. Kansas but, uh, State's our rival. Fuck them. Okay. That's what I was going to get to. Um, cool. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a religious guy. I'm a God, the heathen atheist, but I did pray for this. <laughs> I swear to God, I did. Like two years ago, I was like, please, God, make us relevant and get us the fuck out of the Pac 12. And now we're super relevant. Dion's our coach, and we're on the way to the Big 12. And when I saw the Big 12 logo behind the CU, like Buffalo and the schedule and the fact that K-State and Oklahoma State and Baylor and like we're going to Kansas and like it thank fucking God, bro. <laughs> like thank God. This is so awesome. And I never thought it would happen again and it's happening. And I think we're going to I don't think we're gonna like run the conference. I think we're about to fuck people up, dude. I'm super <laughs> bullish on this and let's go. We got games in Florida and like road trip. And uh, I'm, I'm in. I, I'm super excited about this shit. I cannot wait. We play K-State three times in the next four years, and I think that if the games are what they are, they'll make it so we play them every year. Because that, I played in an era at CU where I watched K-State go from, like, it, I don't know if you guys remember this because you're all, like, 12, but K-State in the early 90s was a joke of a program. Like, yeah. we would beat yep. them 65 to nothing. And when Bill Schneider took over... You know, Michael Bishop and those boys, they were a game away from playing for the national title. And and there's a, there's some parallels in big to the way that the Bill Matt Snyder built. Yep. Because he... Well, Good shit, well and I was going to say, with, with what Coach Prime is doing, he came into a really bad program. Back then, you didn't Flipped. have the transfer portal quite like you do now. Juco? Juke, I mean, we used to call it KS, uh, KS Juco. Yep. You know, because they would just bring in all the top JUCO guys. Every single and, one of their guys, when we do scouting reports, like this guy was the number one JUCO player in the country. Well, and think about it: how many good JUCOs are in Kansas? All you know, of them. there's a, well, there's a, a JUCOs few. is dying, and I kind of feel bad for it. But but you know, all of the, last all chance of the using, top ones are in there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, they they he made an identity and said, okay, well, I'm going to dominate JUCO. Yep. And he brought in men, and all of a sudden it was like, wait, how'd they go from that bad to? And then he went back and saved them again after they fired Ron Prince, and he fucked it up. He went yeah. back and rebuilt it again yep. and handed it off. So he did it twice. Yeah. I yeah. mean, look, this is one thing I know about Kansas State. They recruit the shit out of the room. Colin Klein is a great friend. Coach Riley, the offensive line coach, I love. I I went from like really hating them and having them be a massive rival to we didn't play them for 20 years and now i have so much respect for them all i can do is rehash the old feeling of playing them and if you didn't show up against these people correctly they would beat the shit out of you like the two times we lost to them in college my freshman year they beat us 49 to 20 my mm. junior year they beat us 49 to 14 in manhattan darren sproles went for like 300 yards on us just killed us <laughs> the other three games were absolute dogfight we never beat the shit out of them they crushed us twice the other three games we won were you know in 01 we beat them in manhattan 16 to 6 and really dominated them defense and had like eight sacks two from your boy mm. let's go uh <laughs> in 02 i was on i was ir'd and on on red shirt from breaking my leg but that was the 
Jeremy Bloom over Newman, yep. the Donald Strickland hit on fourth <clears throat> down to, on, on Sproles, Chris Brown going 80 twice. Yep. Like we beat him 35 33. And then 04, this is a game that's, that wasn't on TV because of like the controversy yep. and everything. And, well, and just I know you were there and you remember it, but in 04, it was Ron Monte and Clatt. Yes. It was 30. We were up 31 to 20 or 31 to 14 going into the fourth quarter. They tied it up 31 31 with like a minute left. And Clatt went out. We ran a play, got like eight yards. And then the next play, he hit Monte down the left sideline yep. on senior day to beat him 38 31 and pretty much and, and make us ball eligible. And it was like, it gives me goosebumps. I was crying like a baby on the sideline. It was crazy. It was yeah. my last home game. So there is some really, really, really deep history in this game. And they do not like each other. The Manhattan fans hate Colorado people. And honestly, I do not like them very much. I think they're smug Kansas people. <laughs> Even though I respect the team, I'm like the Manhattan folks, there's no love loss. So I think that this can build into something huge. And then... Oklahoma State and Bedlam, that going away, it's the last time they play this weekend. I think it would be ridiculous for Oklahoma State and Colorado not to play every year because that the big eight teams here are Colorado, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State. There's five big eight teams that are left in the, in the, the Big 12. Those five teams need to play each other all the time. Yeah. Yep. And, and I love that they didn't, like, stick us in some, like, Pac-12 – Thank you, God. Pod. Right. Like, right. I, I don't want to keep yeah. playing these teams. I'm I fine with play Utah. I'm fine with Utah on the schedule. I'm fine with Arizona on the schedule. I, I just don't want. I don't want it to feel like we're still. No, in the rotate pack. like the same yeah. way we're going to play UCF. We'll rotate them. And Jake, Matt, and I talked about this this morning on his show. But I think they're taking this first little four-year chunk, and they're going to allow some natural rivalries to sure. build. And maybe CU's is UCF. Maybe it's Oklahoma State. But whatever. After that, they'll say, okay, well, we have some new. Rivalries that we want to continue to replicate. Bro, well, Orlando, yeah, I mean, this is the yep. new era of the Big 12. Like, it's no Oklahoma, no Texas anymore. So you got to find, I guess, who your, like, banner waivers are in the, in the conference. And then also just these matchups. Like, matchups are going to have to matter. You remember how good the West Virginia games were back in the day? Like, oh, when yeah. they went to Morgantown and then the <clears throat> game they won in Boulder against West Virginia in overtime, yep. that was a great game. I'm excited to play Cincinnati, bro. Little UC against CU action that'll be cool. Yep, I, I like that program and what they've built. They're str look UCF and you and Cincinnati are struggling in the Big Twelve, but yeah, that's what happens when you move conferences yep. and and the competition level goes through the roof. Yep, so, and Cincinnati wears red, so it'll be easy to hate them. Easy to hate them. I read this on the show yesterday, Matt. But just for you, Colorado plays six teams three times, um, and that is Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Kansas State, UCF, and Houston. Nice. So and I love that because that puts us in Houston and Florida. Yep. And that's oh my God, this is gonna well, be right so off the bat. Fantastic. Next year we go to Orlando, man. Let's go, dog. What an amazing yep. opportunity. I can go to Disney Disneyland and <laughs> I can go watch the bus. I'm in. There you go. Disney World. Whatever. Yes. Disney World. I went there and I rode the Hulk coaster. And the guy was like, You can't fit in this. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> And I did. I fit perfectly. <laughs> All right. Do we want some stats on this game coming up? Probably. How long have we been going? I don't know. Where are we at? We're almost at an hour. Oh, are we really? Yeah. Do we save this for tomorrow then? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Bucks are going to win. There you go. Because I'm not here tomorrow. So I truly believe this. The last time Oregon State came to Boulder ranked, they lost to a worse team. Um, I think that CU comes out on fire. 
I think they fixed their offensive line problems. I uh, can't wait to do a video complimenting them. And I think they run Oregon State. So keep with the 14-point dog shit, but I'm putting some major coin on CU this weekend. Let's go. And we talked about this this morning, but the... the Good Lord. The Damn, hell? son. <laughs> Holy that was shit. Crazy. I just wanted some chicken fingers. Chill. <laughs> Hold on. Marissa. Is everyone okay? <laughs> Can you tell them to not do that right now? <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Uh, and make sure everyone's okay. Uh, we're almost done. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Good Lord. Like every speaker in the DNVR bar just exploded. Just to right there. Good Lord. What is Chris Farley saying? What is it? Excuse me, Flo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> the best game they played all year was uh, the USC game, the offensive line. I thought yes. that was their oh, best yeah. game. Yes. Was, Great that game. came after their worst game of the year, yep. which was Oregon, previous uh, lead to UCLA. So I have a feeling they're going to bounce back, too. Um, and those guys, you know, they're prideful players. Um, they know. They, one, they know they didn't play well. They're not sitting here saying, why is everyone being so mean yeah, to oh us? Oh, my God. So everyone's criticizing yeah, us. Yeah, no, yeah. They, ate, they, they ate it. Yep. When, when the shit sandwich is that stinky, you got to bite it. <laughs> That's what it is. If you won't bite, if you if you're the only guy that won't bite the shit sandwich when it's that bad, I don't want you out there when we're fucking when we're eating caviar, dog. For real, when we when we win, you don't get to eat if you won't eat when it's shitty. Someone said sounded like a jet engine blew up. These comments are great right now. It, honestly, I thought someone I, like, I just farted. Sorry. For a hot second, I thought someone crashed their car into Bro, the bar. Literally, it sounded like someone picked up the building and dropped it. Really, <laughs> I got Holy bad cow. luck, but I started looking for air conditioners. Dog, I was like, oh no, God. not again! Fuck. <laughs> Uh, real quick, to go back to this weekend's game, though, I just think it's one of, if not the most important weekends we've had so far. It's just the in most terms important weekend. of the recruiting visitors yes. that we have, where this team stands in relation to bowl eligibility, and how Coach Prime called out the offensive line multiple times the last few days. Yep. We need new offensive linemen. I was like, damn. Yeah. That's cold shit, but it's true. <laughs> well, they just kept pressing him, and finally he's like, fine, you want the real answer? Here you go. Yeah. From a big picture standpoint, how do you fix the offensive line? Big picture, you get better players. Yep. And that's just facts. And that's yep. facts. You say it all the time. Yep. You said it on my show this morning, 0-60. to 60. What? what? Say it. You say it all the time. I, well, what do you want? The, 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 the recruiting pitch that you get. Oh, yeah. I said it yesterday, too. You, my job is to bring in better players than you. Your job is to stop them from being better than you. These are facts. And then here's the other <laughs> thing I said on your show this morning, which is everyone wants people to be honest. And then when as soon as they're honest, everyone starts freaking out. Yep. I'm right over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get I to even questions. liked something from Nebraska yesterday. That's how soft I am. Yeah, you posted that, about yeah, it. What dog, was that, dude? And you can't tell me that it didn't fucking hit you in the chest. I don't watch that shit. No, uh, yeah. Why are you watching that? Because I they bought body to... bags. Uh, Fuck you guys. I'm a businessman. That's why. They bought five of them, and I upcharged them, and I got to be nice a little bit, okay? I got to grease the wheels of, of fucking capitalism. Don't hate. I'm glad that my job doesn't uh, make me uh, have to, like, You know Nebraska. what the best part about it is? <laughs> what? They put the Nebraska logo on the bag, and it's all black and gold and, like, has my logo on it, and they know I hate them. I even wrote on there, I really hate you guys, but damn it, this is a good speech. See, this is like, a good speech. My aunt has cancer right now, and she's in Nebraska, and she lives there, and she's a huge Husker fan. And you know what? That really hit me in the chest hard, and if you got a fucking problem with it, I ain't hard to find. I'll be down at 604. <laughs> Bring your bitch ass down there, and we'll talk about it. I just don't click, like, 
I don't want to see. I don't, I don't well, even. I don't want to. It's okay. Like Matt Rule or it's respect fine. him. I died. I'm not gonna I, lie. I don't like them, but I do respect them. Fair. I clicked on it, saw it was three minutes, three realized it was thirty seconds in. I was like, why am I watching this? I won't click. You heartless bastards. I won't click. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what it's about. I don't know why that makes me heartless. It's I'm not about clicking. cancer and overcoming it. That's, All right. Uh, that, uh, that was that's pretty cool. <laughs> if you were involved in some commie shit. <laughs> How dare he? Just kidding. If you were involved in with whatever <laughs> just happened downstairs there and you're hurt, you need someone to call, hit up Bacchus and Shanker. They've been helping Colorado families win for 25 plus years. What? That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, uh, you better hope it wasn't a client. <laughs> They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. No fees to speak to them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. <laughs> they help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Cool. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. Even if you're hurt at work. If you need to see you, smash the two. Two, two, two. Two, 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 two. Two, 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 two. Yep. and Shaker wins. Thanks, Marissa. <laughs> this place is going to be called Jim's Diner next week. You guys keep this up. <laughs> shout out to Kind Love. My guys at Kind Love have been hooking it up. There's how um, you recover. Exactly. Holy shit, man. Fully integrated seed to sale. They breed their own genetics. They control the growing process. We've got our Immaculate Vibes joint pack over there. I th I think they're... We just ran out... Or they ran out of them. Not I, too long ago, I know right? they ran out of at least one location. Okay. So um, well, check surprising. in with them. Uh, they also have their Turbo Core line. You can buy the inserts or the pre-rolls. And their Get It While It's Hot flower shelf eights for 20 bucks out the door and ounces for 100 Visit their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DMVR. Receive the DMVR exclusive discount, 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. You can visit their website at kindlove.com and use that code DMVR for online ordering and their full extensive menu. I love this so much. All, <laughs> like I've had the weed conversation with Coach Barnett because like multiple times in college, he'd be like, are you, are you smoking? I'd be like... Never. Be like, I'm going to drug test. I'd be like, I don't know if you should do that, but you shouldn't, but I'm not smoking. And like now I'm like, so what do you think now that everybody can just smoke whenever they want? And he's like, probably should have been that way the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yep. We're slowly waking up. Slowly. Shit. Wide awake, son. Questions. <laughs> super chat from Marcus. Appreciate you, Marcus. Um, just the blank super chat, man. Let's go. Appreciate the super chat. Uh, David with the question for Matt. He wants to know about some of the big men visiting this weekend for the uh, Ohio State, Oregon State game. Yeah, we, we talked, just we, we talked, talked about Talon some. Chandler and Seton and a bunch yep. of other yep. like Jordan Ochoa from Castleview, the DN's gonna be up there. Uh, yep. uh Amaya from Eagle Crest, the outside linebacker is gonna be up there. A couple of my guys. Who's it Nasir? Uh Nasir Johnson. Johnson. We've got uh, King Joseph uh, Edwards as well. Also coming a kick-ass name. Yeah. Yep. King Joseph Edwards. Dude. <sighs> That's I was, better than Wool Jordan Humphrey. There was a, a video of Josh Newberg, Newberg doing his show on On Three about King Joseph. And the first play they show of him, I think he like hurts the quarterback. Yeah. It's, with how violently so he tackles him. Yeah. So yeah. There's nothing better. Pac-12 refs probably call it a flag. Probably. Definitely. But there's nothing better than running through a pencil next chest. <laughs> Master Stickwork says, what is the resolution to the line woes? 
Play uh, fucking better. Well, when they see radar, they just need to go. <laughs> no, again, we went over all this shit. <laughs> Eliminate the spacing between. I them. literally <laughs> went over how to pick all this up in detail earlier. Go back, record it, watch it, learn it, love it, do it. <laughs> the resolution is better players. Brian with the super chat. True. Professional offensive lineman, probably. I don't know what that is. That's 10,000 something. He said, Matt, I saw <clears> you get into it on the JB show. I loved you defending the team and criticism as well. Keep up the passion. Question. Did you guys see the speeding Cormani vid? Is he done with CU? Don't know what you're talking about. Speeding Cormani vid? Like, did he get caught speeding? <laughs> what? Will somebody you got to make a decision here. Will somebody please tell me what's going on? You're the only he one who... Not, Some, somebody asked me a question about speeding Cormani. Is that like a... Is that? He posted a video on, like, Instagram of something of him going, like, 95. Okay. Uh, no, that has nothing to do with whether or not he's done with CU. Um, he's not it, done, is with he done with CU. Is he done with CU? Why would he be done with CU? I don't know. I don't know. Because he's a kid and he needs to grow up and act right and stop acting like an idiot and listen to Prime. That's probably the answer to the question. If he does transfer, it's because he's too mature to be coached or he's too immature to be coached. And if he doesn't transfer, then he wants to be coached and be great, period. You don't come here if you want to be babied. They don't fucking recruit guys. I don't care how many stars you have. McLean, I like you. I want you to stay. We love you. You're a future first-round draft pick if you just shelf the ego and stop listening to people in your corner who just want to hang out with you and prosper off your name, image, and likeness right now instead of Coach Prime who wants to develop you into the first motherfucking pick of the draft and get you paid $100 million and set you up financially for the rest of your life because that's the kind of potential you have. So if you want to go 95... Maybe transfer somewhere else where the roads are a little straighter. But if you want to go the speed limit and do your job, Coach Prime will turn you into the best corner in the country, period. Well said. Enough said. <laughs> I got a question for Matt. Fucking guarding five-star recruits like their feelings are matter. Dog, your feelings are the problem. Stop thinking and start training. Matt, Fucking feelings, yes. I am going to <laughs> tap into a question that I've seen nice. about a million times in the comments. Today. I can't see any of them, so please enlighten me. Uh, here we go. And I I'm going to ask this Just ask, smartly. Um, you have a successful business. I do. Multiple, really. Three of them. Yep. Um, but you love Colorado. You're really passionate about More teaching than anything. players. So I, I don't want to have to get into coaching staff moves, this, that, yes. and the other thing. But if you were asked... yes. To join the staff in a, a complimentary role, I would have, I would do anything that Coach Prime asked me to do to help. All right, there you go. Anything I would find. Look, if the if a player can have name, image, and likeness deals, then I don't need to walk. Five years ago, six years ago, when Coach McIntyre offered me the opportunity to go on staff, I couldn't walk away from my business. I couldn't shut down to go be the coach. Yeah. Now I don't have to. Right. Now I don't, ha I don't have to shut down six-year equipment. Bags sell themselves. The Broncos just bought five. Like, like we're, we're printing money. Like, CU is special to me. Six-year football academy is my baby. I will never walk away from it. I will never close it. But I, if they were to come to me and say, we need you to consult or we need you to do this yeah, or that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Or even if or... they came to me and said, we need you to be the offensive line coach or the defensive line coach because I can do both. I would, I would say yes, absolutely, and I would figure out a way to do it all because that's what I do, period. So to say that I wouldn't do it is ridiculous, but I don't need to. I can help them as much as I can from my, my position now and even more, I think. And then just the relationship with Coach O'Boyle and Coach Williams and everybody is really what I care about. But I will say this. Well, you brought it up. The one consistent since I got out of the NFL and opened this business in Boulder 
You know, want to know what the one consistent has been? Me. I was there with helping Embry. I was there helping McIntyre. I was there helping Mel Tucker. I was there helping Colonel Durrell. And now I'm the, the first meeting that Coach Sanders had after his press conference was upstairs with me. So it don't matter who the coach is. I'm never going anywhere, dog. I bleed black and gold. Yeah. There's nothing that this university could do for me not to love it. And I just, I know what this is. I know how special this is going to be. And I've been saying it since the day that they, we got on a conference call and it was me and Clatt and Bloom and Dre and all these other guys. And they were talking to us about candidates. And we all said, please God, go for greatness and not just, you know, something that's Stability safe. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. No stability and safe shit. Go for greatness. And they swung for the fences and that shit worked. So if Coach Prime of all people came to me and said, Matt, we need your help. Bro, I would bend over fucking backwards. Absolutely. Hell yeah. There you go. There you go. You, go, you guys wanted me to ask? You got your answer. And you, you know me, dude. I have nothing to hide. So, you know, my businesses and my life is more important than football. But well, because I know we talked about this. Football is my life. I mean, <laughs> it, it, without the University of Colorado and the opportunity they extended me, the only place I ever wanted to play. Well, and you, uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So I would love to give back. And, and I'll be real with you the same way you'd be real with me. You know how coaching works. There's a fraternity, yep. and almost always it comes from inside. And, you know, there's Coach Prime's contacts are everyone. Everyone. So, you know, he might be able to get Mike Munchak to come exactly. coach his well, offensive that, line. That's my thing is they, I may be able to help them better from the position I'm in. Yep. Or, ju or just consult or it, something. That, 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 and that's what I was thinking along the lines of, like, but consulting, same, analyzing, you know, being an analyst, helping in some sort of uh, recruiting role, like. Well, that that's already that's been happening. They've the number of players that have been up there forever, and the guys that are going this weekend. I mean, the recruiting part it will never stop. Uh, even if I do work there, I'm still going to utilize my service. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, uh, there's somebody else will run it. So, but I, I will say this: being in the media and being rather loud. But having a point at the same time, like I don't think I'm just talking. It rubs some coaches the wrong way. They don't like it. They yeah. don't know. They don't. They think that it's like some. Some people think that it's fake, and that this is an act. You've owned, You've known me for what twenty years, mm -hmm. and you watched me play. Is this a fucking act or fake? <laughs> I don't. No, I don't dog. think you're capable of acting. I don't know fake. how to do it. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I like, mean, conform. he did a pretty good uh, Randy Savage there. Right? That is That's true. A, yeah, but he's crazier than me. I can go crazy. <laughs> the it's thing hard that going impresses the other me way. the most is that you're actually able to go on the radio and not curse. Well, I don't do that anymore. Altitude told me I was a fill-in guy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyways, the yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> the point is no, that's was, about I the only like, thing I know of you to like, be able yeah, to change. I was. I was. I was almost going to say something that would get me in trouble. Never mind. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> All right. Um, Keep those bridges intact. <laughs> Let them know one more time where they can find you. So I'm on the Believe Network every day. I'll be back on tomorrow morning at nine or ten, excuse me, and then I'll be back on at two. Uh, and then next week, we've got shows every day, 9 or 10 and 2. Damn it, Matt. Uh, on the Believe Network Zero to 60 podcast, uh, I'll be doing shows. and 10 and 2. Like, do they tell you to put your hands on the Except wheel. I drive with one hand. So <laughs> I'll touch 10 and 2 with my thumb and my pinky because I got big mitts. <laughs> uh, right. Last second super chat from Bernard. He says, we need a Matt slash Hellboy blood transfusion. With first and second level offensive lines. Hellboy, like the demon yeah. dude? Yeah. Cool. That's another that. uh, costume you could rock. I yeah, could rock that, he's, but he's big and red, and I don't know if I'm that's, true, that's true. That's true. We could do the gold version of it. We do There's need a, some more nasty, though. Some Absolutely. more nasty. We need some 
Bro, I need some. On- okay, so this is the kind of nasty we need. You opened up a can of worms. Oh, this God. is the kind of nasty we need. Keep I'm it playing, quick. Now he's going to open no, up a can of whip This will take one minute. I'm playing defensive end. <laughs> it's going into 2001. I'm the starting five technique. All right. Dre, Andre Gerard's the right guard. I'm playing on the right side, so on his left. They run zone or they run power, but he pulls to the short side, so they've got it overloaded to his right, my left. And I'm standing there, and I don't read my key. I run straight up the field, and I'm like, I'm in the backfield. And the next thing I see is Dre and his black visor, and this motherfucker lifts me off the ground and takes me like four yards and just drops me right in front of Coach Wilson, lays on me, puts his fucking forearm in my chest and, and like, my neck and pushes me into the ground, sweating all over me, big nasty fuck. And he's like, yeah, motherfucker, what do you think this is, bitch? You better read your fucking key and just pushes me into the ground and runs back to the huddle. And uh-huh. I just get up and I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> and I walk back to the huddle and B- Bannon looks at me and goes, you're just going to get your ass kicked all day? And I was like, fuck. And I just stood there and I was like, God damn it, I'll read my key. I'm sorry. That is what we are. Do your job. Or get fucked up. So see you. Go do your job on Oregon State, or they will fuck you up on national TV. And we will continue to have the toughness conversation. When your quarterback's the toughest guy, we got problems. And Shador's tough as fucking He's nails. Tough as hell, yeah. He's tough as a coffin fucking nail. So if he's going to be that tough, we better get mean as a motherfucker in the trench. I love it. I love it. Speaking of national TV, last point I have to make. There were more people watching Colorado, Colorado State at 2 a.m. Eastern time than at any point during the World Series there were people watching. Yeah, that's because we kick ass. There we go. (laughs) Baseball still a thing. Congratulations, Rangers. Uh, Rick George's Rangers. There you go, Rick. There you go, go, Ricky. One more final super chat from Michael says, uh, wish Matt could have reached and literally put hands on old boy on the JB show. (laughs) Much respect from NC, big dog. I wanted to bounce that meatball off the ground so hard. Let's just say, Jeff, you little meatball. Yeah, come over here, you little meatball, and just ricochet a boop, kick him real hard, and be like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, Don't make yeah. a bet, bitch. Oh, man. All right. What a day. What a day. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Go Buffs! Pre- pre-game show, Sco Buffs. Go Buffs. I got to go. We all silly like the mayor. 